Lucky Land Slots, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Young Pros Talk podcast. My name is Redmond. I am your host. Today, I have another fantastic guest that just is another incredible person out here acting. Derek, how's it going? I am doing fantastic. Good, man. Good, man. Thank you for joining me, coming back from an audition, just really doing acting hardcore that just sounds like you know you know you're an actor where you're like i'm on my way from an audition <laughs> yeah man um it was it was a voiceover for actually can't even speak on it I yeah okay cool cool, cool. No. they they so but it was a voiceover audition it, it was a voiceover so a lot of these um okay, i'm gonna choose, choose my, my my words wisely right video games okay period okay okay, okay yeah they're very strict yeah. Very strict. Are they stricter than like animation or like um Um it doesn't like, it doesn't matter. Like whatever they're working on that they're asking uh, you to even audition for, mm-hmm. they'll be like, yo, listen, NDA. You can't speak about really? this. You can't yeah, they they yeah, they, they cover the ground. It's so funny because stuff still gets leaked somehow. Yeah. It, it it's it, weird. It does because Do you think it gets leaked by them though? It doesn't get leaked from the people looking to get involved. Here's the thing. The material that, that, that they give us to work mm-hmm. with with the audition, mm-hmm. we don't know enough. Ah, I see. So I it's see. impossible. So it's just like sides. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Unless the person, you're talking you talk to somebody and they're like putting a math together mm-hmm. and they'll be like, oh, is it this? Mm-hmm. I, I actually had that happen to me recently. I was at rehearsal mm-hmm. and one of the actors had to um, take, uh, I think, two days off to go to Montreal to, to, to do something. Mm-hmm. And our director was like asking questions, just kind of, you know, and he was like, is it this? And, he, and she was like, what the, how do you know that? And he's like, oh, I know because like, I play a game and this and this and blah, blah, blah. Oh, so, wow. But even then, it's just like, we're yeah. Not gonna, you know, so but like, yeah, they're very, there's a lot of video game companies in Toronto and Montreal. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah Ubisoft yeah. is big in Montreal and Toronto. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know of a lot of game studios. I listened to a game podcast. Mm. Um, Which one? It's called Game Junk. Game drunk. No, I have not heard that one. Um, is, it, is it Canadian? Is it? Can, they're Canadian. They're, they're Canadian? like local. Okay. They're like in Ontario. Okay, I never. They're actually like game developers. Okay. Yeah, like they. So work. they're probably they're probably working for one of the main companies. I think they're more indie studios, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. But I don't know. I don't know actually know which studios they work for. Okay. I just listen to them talk about reviews for certain games. Mm. Like. Honestly, I use it to go to sleep too. Like to be completely honest with you, yeah. like it's just really just to, it's to, soothing. Yeah, it's soothing. It's just like they just they're boring. Okay, they're not boring. They're like boring, monotone. They're, they're boring enough. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's like you can put it on exactly. You can put it on. Like good. okay, cool. Oh, yeah, boom. Okay, this game is coming out. Sue, I'm gone. Mm. You know. So yeah. so it's good. either that or reading a book. It's funny. Like as an actor, like I I reading is one of the th- I I don't have this dyslexia or anything like that mm-hmm. but it's just my attention span for reading yeah. it's just not the best 
it's something that I'm always working on. So reading scripts, I don't mind. Right. But like reading actual content, like actual books and literature, right. if it's something that I'm I'm interested in reading, I will read it. Right. But it's not like my go-to thing. I feel like my attention span has gotten shortened since, especially during like social media. Social era. media era really killed. That. I think what really started it, go, it went downhill was when um I got a cell phone for the first time. Yep. Yep. And then you could just put in all your numbers and program it. That right. was the beginning of the end. My um <laughs> my grandmother was a big reader. Okay. And then somebody gave her an iPod Touch. Nope. No. No. <laughs> no. 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 And from that moment on, it's, it's, she's this was a thing for her every day. Mm. She would read in her book. She would read her book mm-hmm. in her bed. Mm-hmm. No, and yeah. that would help her go to sleep. And that was her thing. Yeah. Right. And then she got an iPod Touch. <laughs> That iPod game. Touch was like it's like an iPhone basically. Yeah, pretty much. It just can make calls. It it can't it can't make calls, right? Mm-hmm. It just can't, it can't make, make calls. calls. Yeah. But yo, CBC Radio, Everything. this app, like every all of her news program, NPR, Ooh. like it was just like that was her thing. Now you know. Yeah. So buy buy books. So, yeah. So no. I still try to buy books, mm-hmm. but I'm not. I have books. Yeah. That are just laying around places. Yeah, I have I have um, books that I bought. I have books that I have been given. I mm-hmm. have books that I have taken from like you know how they have those little um, take a book, give take a, a book, book, give yeah, a book yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't give a fuck. Actually, <laughs> actually, hold on. I saw one. I gave a book because sometimes like I bought a book that I actually thought was going to be interesting. Right. Five chapters in, like, no, this book is trash. <laughs> Hit this book, give it away. So, and then, you, you know. You know, once I was in a book club, and <laughs> I don't know how they decided to read this book. Mm. I think it was called Sociable. Sociable, okay. It was on a Wall Street Journal list or something. This is like several years ago. Okay. I read the whole book. Mm. Hated the book. Oh, that's the word. See, I don't, like, it's hard. That's one book. Mm-hmm. That I have not. I've tried numerous times to finish this book, and I'll talk about it. It's called "The Horse and His Boy." Never heard of it's it. It's part of the um, the Narnia series. Oh, really? Yeah, the Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah, Chronicles okay. of Narnia. So I read the first one, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Second one, the Magician's nephew. No, actually, no, the Magician's nephew is the first one. Mm-hmm. The second one is Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. I could be messing it up, but I think I actually have those books. Somewhere. Yeah, and the third one is called "The Horse and His Boy." Mm. I'm telling you, I've. I think I've tried to read this book about seven times <laughs> in the span of me having this book. Right. And there's a particular, it's just, it drags on for so long. Right. And it's a particular part in the book where I'm like, no, nah, I'm done. This is, I can't. <laughs> so I get to a part and I might go a little bit further and then yeah. I just, I can't, it's no. just, it just keeps going. As an actor, mm-hmm. uh, do you find it easier to read scripts than books? Yeah. Yeah. Because scripts, if I it's, find. If it's good. As a writer myself, mm-hmm. that's I'm claiming that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, man. Come on, man. Um, Take that. As a writer myself, I've learned to, you don't have to give as much detail, No, I found. You know what I'm saying? Like, in a book, you want it because you. Well, you, certain writers are very. Some, some are very detailed. Yeah. I think I'm pretty detailed, but that's just because I don't know how to necessarily explain mm what I'm trying to thought mm-hmm. visualization I'm trying mm-hmm. to get across mm-hmm. with just few words. Yeah. But usually when I get to my second draft, then I can go, okay, I can shorten this. Yeah. I figured out what this means yeah. at this time. Mm-hmm. Um, but scripts, man, I guess a lot of it has dialogue too, though, which yeah. makes it easy. Dialogue, description, um, subtext, whether, I mean, this is very simple, but whether the, the, 
the scene is taking place, interior, exterior, all that kind of stuff, okay. where I think that kind of just helps the director of photography kind of know what they're 100%. doing, and it helps us as actors uh, kind of have an idea of the scene. Right. I try not to get too married to what I think or how I, 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 would, I would assume the scene would go. Right. Um, I have a very active imagination, mm-hmm. so like once I start, I try to like, like um, rewind a little bit or just right. kind of like 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 clap back a little bit at it right, because right. you go on set and it can change. That's this happened true. happened to me recently true. where I read I read a script. Well, I I read as far as I had to read it. Mm-hmm. I went to set, and then I'm you know everything's memorized before I go on set. I, I'm I'm in front of the camera, and one of the eighties or two of the eighties came to me. Like, hey, Derek, do you have the script? I'm like, yeah, I do. Is it, everything's ready? I'm like, yeah, I do. She's like, and then she's like, do you have this script? I'm like, what are you talking about? So she, so she gives me the script. I'm looking at it. I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> right? She's like, you didn't get, get. I'm like, she's like, you didn't get. This. I'm like, I got this, but like, I got something that I got before. Right. And this wasn't sent to me in, in the beginning of, of the day. Nothing. Right. Like I'm like it's my first time seeing it right now. Wow. She's like, well, um, how quickly do you think you can get familiar with this? I'm like, I can do it. It's just like I wish I knew earlier. Right. Right. You would have prepared more. It didn't matter. <laughs> it didn't matter because I was working with um, another actor, uh-huh. um, well-known British actor, actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, he uh, was very hands-on with the project. Okay. Right? So um, great to work with, honestly. Mm. It was just different. I had never, and I'm very glad that, like, I am where I am so Mm. that I wasn't thrown off. Right. Or at least thrown off as much as I thought I would be. Right. Right. So there's a lot of opportunities for us to play. Like, he wanted it to be authentic. Right. So it was great. Um, Within certain respects, you know, as actors, you know, it's our job to collaborate with the, the crew. Mm-hmm. Of course, with the director, we're all tools in the set or in the toolbox, and we're all just kind of being told what to do. And right, right. Sometimes we can mix uh, suggestions. I felt that in this particular case, certain actors were just kind of taking their own civil liberties and doing mm. whatever they wanted to do. And mm. I don't really like, I don't, I don't mind it, but like if there's certain things where I feel the character won't do certain things and whatnot, I'll bring it up. I mm-hmm. won't. Or if we're doing a take a certain, uh, a certain number of times mm-hmm. and it's not changing or they're looking for something else, mm-hmm. I'll make a risk mm-hmm. and do something else. Mm-hmm. And that could be what they're looking for. Okay. Right? So do you let them know that you might ad lib it sometimes or do you, do you just I just, see I just, what I just nod my head like if if it's just a me scene mm-hmm. like a, like an individual scene mm-hmm. I don't mind but if it's a scene where I'm working with other people then we gotta like kind of figure that out a little yeah. bit so yeah because I have my short film mm-hmm. that I've written and um I'm thinking that well I already know some things are gonna change because yeah the first oh, draft you need to yeah. be ready for that That's yeah like, things are gonna change things are gonna change but all I'm time. also writer director producer yeah. And star of yeah. the entire thing, yeah. but I want. It's to gonna be tough. It's gonna be exciting for you. It is exciting, man. I was doing the breakdown the other day, and then mm-hmm. the budget, and I was just like, uh, this stuff was. And then I was using the software, <laughs> and then I was like, cool, they can just do the breakdown. Like they'll mm-hmm. have some software to do it. And it was like, oh, uh, we only do fifty percent of your script. Yeah. You have to pay for us to do the full yeah. thing. And I was like, oh, I thought I was gonna do it the easy way. So like. Mm-hmm. 
already in my pre my own pre production process for a short film. Mm. I'm having some hiccups. Mm. That's that's causing me annoyance. And last night I was working on it, and I was just like, oh, wow. just so frustrated, you know, <laughs> because I thought I was gonna find an easy way. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not paying for. I'm just gonna have to. But and then I was like, you know, let me wait until I see my DP, mm. um, who I haven't hired yet. Yeah. And then maybe we can work on it together. Yeah, it's know. it's it's good to have the idea. It's good to, to not get married to too to many things because right. things always change. Well, I think what I'm what I like about the cast I have mm. right now, mm. um, which is me. <laughs> <laughs> I like myself because you know I like myself, <laughs> which is me, and there's my friend. Yeah. Um, and I just I wrote it in a way where. I, as long as they understand what's happening, mm-hmm. they're free to ad lib to okay. add yeah, what yeah, they yeah. think. You have to get benefit, like, because like, I don't want anybody to. Nobody has to do any like extreme acting. Okay, I've told everybody it's you loose. Just, it's loose. It's okay. like you just have to say this. Okay, the way you would say it. Okay, real. It's, it's you. Yeah, like it's, it's you. Yeah. This me and you. Mm-hmm. This is how you have to. You don't have to say it. You not. You don't have to say it exactly mm-hmm. how I've written it. Mm. And to be fair, I didn't write much direction okay. into how you should say certain things anyways. Okay. Um, that'll probably come in the next draft <laughs> when I go through it. Um, but you don't have to. I just want you to be yourself. Mm. So take us to the journey, though, to even becoming an actor. Like, give me the background, you know. Okay. Like, I'll, I'll try to cut this real short because I, I could talk. Okay. <laughs> no talk, man. This is all about you. Okay. You got so, the time. So I think this started when I saw Macaulay Culkin mm. in Home Alone, but I didn't realize that Macaulay Culkin was a, a lot older. Not a lot. Actually, yeah, I think he's a lot, a lot older than me. Cause he's in his 40s now. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's about like 10, maybe nine years older yeah, than me. Yeah. But when you're a kid and you see another kid on TV, like, oh, we're the same age. No, we're right, not. Right, right. No, Guys are different. That's ages, true. That's right? true. So I saw that, and I was like, "Oh, I might want to give this a try." But the thing about that is, like, I'm 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 the son of immigrant parents. So mm-hmm. I'm, cause mm-hmm. just imagine asking your immigrant mom, "You want to do acting?" You know. She, so she's like, "So wh- you want me to 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 take you? <laughs> hold on. I, you want me to stop work? <laughs> Come get you from your school, then drive back to downtown." So that you can be seen by these people and then take you back to school so I can go back. No. <laughs> I played that scenario in my head a lot of times. I was like, I'm, that's not going to happen. So mm. what happened was I didn't start acting for real until I was 19. Ah, okay. So I'm like, I need to take control of my love for being an artist. Mm. And I had always known about breaking, about popping and stuff, and, right. and being a big Michael Jackson fan and watching Power Rangers and being big on kar- uh, karate and g- gymnastics. And it wasn't until I was... But I knew, like, people would say that Michael Jackson was doing breaking. I'm like, that's not breaking. Mm-hmm. And by breaking, mm-hmm. I mean break dance for those who don't know. Right, right. And I'm like, that's not it. It's similar, but it's not it. But it's in the same kind of world. So it wasn't until I was watching this. I, I was actually, um, I was living in Ghana for a bit. Mm-hmm. Born in Toronto, lived in Ghana, came back to Canada, living in Vancouver. Okay. So there's a show, I'm not sure if you guys know who's listening to Canada, the States, worldwide. Mm-hmm. There's a show in Canada 
on Marsh Music. It was called Electric Circus. Never heard of it. Never heard of it? I don't think so. Okay, so Electric Circus is what they do, how, how that works is every Friday night, they'd invite people to come to the Marsh Music headquarters. Mm-hmm. And they like mm-hmm. they dance, there's a whole lineup, they have people wearing like really eccentric um, wardrobe, whatever. Right. And as a big music lover, I'd watch that show, and it wasn't until I saw a b-boy throwing down a set I'm like, mm. that's what I want to do. I didn't know what it looked like, but I'm like, that looks so cool. I want to. So I, I kind of tried my best to memorize what I saw, mm-hmm. messing around in my living room, my kitchen, whatever. And I didn't really start breaking until high school. There was a few kids who came to my elementary school when I was in grade seven to do their 40-hour co-op thing uh, in, in Vancouver. And then when they, when I en- ended up going to Burnaby South Secondary School, I thought they were still gonna be there, but no, they had graduated. But what they did was they had laid this foundation down of this breaking club. Mm-hmm. So I found out about that, and that's where it kind of went off. And then I also enrolled into um, the dance program as well. And I didn't start. My my best friend um, Moses was into acting, was getting into acting, and he had been like, "Yo, you should try to get this, get into this." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Nah." Knowing <laughs> again, my. The story I told you in right. my head, I'm like, nah, it's all, it's all good. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> um, so I'd help him with his self-tapes, auditions, whatnot. And um, he had done this play, I think it was in grade 11 or 10. So the thing about the schools is once you're in a play or you play a lead role, you can't be in the next play. They want other people to come. Ah, they get want the diversity field. to yeah. get everybody Yeah, involved. which is okay. great. Yeah, that makes Amazing. sense. Amazing. So the next year, he dragged me. To the next audition, saying, mm-hmm. "Hey, hey, whatever, just, just see what, just see what happens." Mm-hmm. They were doing two plays. I ended up getting a role in both plays. Nice. So okay. the first play we did was called After Juliet. Uh, it's a sequel to Romeo and Juliet. Mm-hmm. I played um, a Montague. Okay, it was pretty sick. And then the next play we did was called The Village of Idiots. Um, I played a helmet because it was very like a Yiddish, mm-hmm. Russian Jew, Jewish okay. kind of play. So it's cool, but very diverse cast. Right. Uh, I didn't touch acting again until I was 19. Uh, I came back to Toronto. Uh, I had heard about a few workshops. At the time, I was watching a lot of Disney Channel. It's oh. <laughs> a lot of Family Channel. Like Golden Air, like Even Stevens, Life of Derek, all these shows. Right, right. Uh, the famous Dick Jackson. Dick mm. Jackson. So then I, 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 I did that. I was, I was auditioning for certain um, casting directors. I wasn't really having any luck. And then my agent sought me out. Mm-hmm. The agent you she, have now. Yeah, she okay. was she was interested. Um, shout out to uh, Jessica Martins, and uh, I got started. That I was relatively green. I was very very green. Mm-hmm. So this is back in 2010. I didn't start working until 2011 September, mm-hmm. and then literally since then it's been an upward trajectory. So I've, you've been working as an actor since 2011. 20. Wow, nice. It's been man. 10 years. Wow, yeah. wow, that's beautiful. Yeah, I think the thing about well, pardon me, the thing about that is uh, people kind of equated as to well if you've been working for 10 years you should be recognized and stuff and that's not really how that works no. i mean some i was just watching an interview with um mahershala ali mm-hmm. love mahershala ali mm-hmm. great actor mm-hmm. and he was saying that um he just did a movie that i liked mm-hmm. that he that i saw called swan song mm. and it was his first lead role mm. it was his first lead role this is after like recently long, recently well, hold on. He was in the Green Book, though. That's he wasn't a lead in Green Book. Mm. He was supporting. So, oh yes, so he was uh, supporting um, actor for that. Ego Mortensen. Was, Ego yeah, Mortensen yeah, was yeah. the lead in that, mm-hmm. which 
That 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 movie that. has a lot. We'll just leave it alone. I don't even want to talk about that, <laughs> that movie. Like I love Mahershala Ali. I thought Mahershala yeah, my issue. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about my issue with that movie and how yeah, Mahershala Ali's character is a more interesting character. Way more interesting. But we're following the this, white guy the, the entire But movie. it's the white gaze. The thing about yeah. that is we have like a lot of stories have to be funneled through white perspective for them to because they are the ones this who pop true. Up, you know like it's true when you make a black movie or an asian movie or whatever yeah that's the audience yeah. and even then in that audience a lot of people from uh, from those communities don't really go out for right movies. well i also hate that the movie is called green book and if you know what a green and book yeah. is mm -hmm. It has nothing to do, like, they don't even talk about it no. in the movie, really, besides, like, here's this green book. Yeah, you know? that was it. That was it. We're going to so, use it to travel around, make yeah. sure that we don't, you know, end up in places that are... Dangerous for you. Yeah. Yeah, so, that's it. I'm not going to say no more about that. <laughs> but Mahershala, yes. Um, but, yeah, he was saying that was just, he's been in the business, I don't know. And I've I've been a big fan of Mahershala since he was on the 4400. I don't mm. know if you ever watched the 4400. Unfortunately, I have not. And and this is the crazy thing about me as an actor. I ha I'm getting better at this. I don't watch much TV shows. Really? I have to because um, I'm more of a movie guy. Mm, me too. I me like too. movies more than I watch TV shows. So, But lately, as I mean, pre-pandemic, I was kind of getting into it a bit more. And then like in the pandemic, I was right. watching more. And right. then post, I, I guess, this is does this count as post-pandemic? I have no idea. Uh, well, I, the pandemic is not. <laughs> until, until they stop reporting COVID numbers is when the pandemic is over. <laughs> I don't hear it as much, but yeah. Um, but I, I've really gotten to watching more TV shows for okay. sure. And uh, seeing my peers, people who I know, people who I don't know, just kind of how they're tapping into their characters, okay. like, you know, how they're um, expressing themselves through the circumstances that right. are being presented to their, their characters and how they're, they're performing. Um, so it's been really interesting kind of seeing that. And, and now the, the lines have been blurred a little bit because a lot of the times you won't see movie stars doing TV shows. Yeah. But now it doesn't now matter. It, now it's switch. Well, I think it's because of the accessibility yeah. of TV. Like yeah. TV used Streaming. to be very, you know, syndicated. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where mm -hmm. it was like ABC, only certain shows, only TV, yeah. you know, only mm -hmm. certain things. But now with the streaming service, you have so much flexibility. Yeah. You don't, you don't have to deal with censorship. No. Anymore, no, no. which with, without censorship, in my own personal opinion, it's mm -hmm. my own personal opinion. Yeah, um, censorship allowed the lack of censorship when there is no censorship allows mm -hmm. you to be more creative uh, in your art. Mm -hmm. Whereas um, things that are censored, yeah, is very like I, I've gotten to a point where I watch that stuff now, mm -hmm. and you're like, you wouldn't say that like that. No, and no, and that's I mean? and, and that's like, good. Like I've I've even. Recognize that through other actors I've seen, I'm like, oh, that's an awkward choice. Yeah, you know, and I'm like, is that because of the of, of um of the network or is that you? Like, yeah. what's going on? Like, for example, TV shows and movies, TV shows are very strict because they have, right. because you know, FCC censorship, right. all that. So, what they give you in the script, you have to say it. Mm. It, it needs like it has to be done because mm. that script has gone through so many channels before it's even pre presented to the actor. Right. Whereas right. movies, that can change. You can. Right. It's more malleable than that. The, way, yeah, depending on what the rating is going for, but you still yeah. yeah release yeah. So um so watching Macaulay Culkin, that was the moment Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay Culkin, yeah, yeah. Macaulay Culkin. Like, did I mess up? No, his no, name? no, no. You no, got it right. You got it right. Macaulay Culkin, and then <laughs> there was a moment like Bow Wow was on. 
on this thing called YTV. You know, YTV? Right, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. YTV. Yeah, I know okay. YTV. Yeah, and I was like, oh, man. But I think at that time, like, when you're a kid, it's, I'm, and this is an ongoing thing for me. It's like, I'm trying to figure out, was it about attention mm-hmm. or was it about the fact that I just wanted to be seen doing something that I love to do? Right, right. right. I think it's the second one. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lot of energy. Um, I care a lot about, like, presentation. Mm-hmm. But I think also as I got older, I've been more enamored about the human condition and the human experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a beautiful career that I've kind of not followed into, but really um, this chose for myself. Right, right. Um, because it's important that we see ourselves as ourselves. Right. Doing absolutely. Absolutely. Many different things and many different circumstances. Like I was telling somebody in the past, we're like, I learned a lot from watching movies, right? from experiences, listening right. to lyrics from music. And I'm a big music buff. So yeah. So like for me, I'm so happy that I've, I've found something I care so deeply about. That's good. And it makes me happy. That's good. And that's the most important yeah, thing. Yeah, it right makes there. it makes me happy. I mean, it could be frustrating, it could be annoying. It's not for everybody, mm-hmm. but it makes me very happy because I often do think about, oh, could I do this? Could I do right. that? And I'm like, right. yeah, I could, but I don't want to. So, yeah, that's good. That's yeah. good. So ten years, ten years. How many things have you been in in that ten year career? Oh man, it looks like if you can see the look on his face, it looks like a lot of things. It looks like a yeah, lot of yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, it's been a lot. Of, yeah. I can't like my resume. Even like I try to keep it on one page because mm. and like in the beginning, I'm like, oh man, I gotta get more stuff, and now yeah. I'm like, oh, I gotta pick yeah. what I want to show. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But I've been um, I've been very very fortunate that my career and the pacing of it has been an upward trajectory mm-hmm. since 2011 to now 2022. Right, right. Um, even the pandemic, there was a moment where like I wasn't really working, right? But nobody was working, right? And and then it came back up, and then twenty twenty one just it was back. It was like nothing happened. I was right back in there right. again, working again. Now so. is this mostly Canadian work you've been in, or has it been a lot of stateside, uh, like international things? International things. Um, as you know, a lot of the market is in the states, right. so a right. lot of stateside work, a lot of Canadian stuff. Yeah. Um, but even I, a lot of American products mm-hmm. or titles yeah. are being filmed a lot here in Toronto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's cheaper to film yeah, in Canada. Yeah, yeah. And the tax credit is better from what I understand. Because yeah. even a show I like is The Boys mm-hmm. filmed Which, here. I'm in that. <laughs> okay, nice. I can't wait to see that. I'm in that season, season three. I'm waiting. I don't know when that Ep- premieres yet. Episode one. It's a very, uh, I'll just say this. They, they went there. So when you... Question they for went you. there this season. When you sign an NDA, yeah, and you can't talk about a project mm-hmm. till it's in a particular stage, yeah. I guess, right? Yeah. Is there a date of when you can? Do they let you know? Okay, now you can talk about this project. Okay, so when I was on Children Ruin Everything, um, <laughs> there's so many, um, yeah, you sign an NDA for sure, right? Right, but there's ways to dance around it. Mm. They say don't post stuff, don't do this, whatever, okay. um. I, I post, I'll be honest, but what I when I do post, I'm not posting where we are. Right. I'm not posting what I'm shooting. Mm. I'm just letting people know I'm at work. Ah, That's see. it. I'll say, okay. I'm not, yo, I'm on set up this crazy thing and I'm on yeah, set yeah. with this person that was crazy yeah. right now. I, yeah. That is a good way to get fired right. or never work again or work less. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So like, for example, I, I can speak on the boys because it's, 
it's, it's common the, knowledge yeah, it's that common it's, now. it's coming out on June third. Okay. And, yeah. So and I'm in the first episode. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So and then I saw you in the Expanse as well. Yeah, in the Expanse. Because you know, yeah, I yeah, was yeah. like watching it one day and I was like, that, that Derek? I oh, was oh, like, are you seeing me in the show? I saw you in the oh, show. Word. I was like, <laughs> is, that, is that Derek? Yeah, yeah. I was I like, was, I was you know, I was like, okay. Yeah. You know, so I was like, you, this is good. You're getting work out here, yeah, man. It's yeah. good. Um. So what do you enjoy the most about being an actor, man? The freedom, man. The freedom. The freedom and the ability to explore what it is to be in the human experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a very introspective person. I, some, mm-hmm. I, I, like I would say I probably think too much. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to settle down a little bit with the thoughts sometimes, <laughs> but it's good. Oh, you're an overthinker. I'm an overthinker. You're like me. Yeah, I'm an overthinker. overthinker. I overthink mm-hmm. too much. And, um, you know, but what that does is it allows me to really look into my craft. Right. Um, it allows me to look into the certain characters that I'm, I'm, I'm lending myself towards or into. Mm-hmm. Um, it allows me to be more specific and it right. kind of allows me to make performances my own. Right. Right. Okay. So I, I've, I'm doing the work. I continue to do the work mm-hmm. and I will do the work. And a lot of the work that when I say work, it's just, especially as an actor is knowing yourself. Right. Right. Are there's, you there's a question here that's coming up that I don't want to I don't want to say the story, but it's a question here that you're gonna ask me that I want to I want to use the story to answer that question. But we'll get there. Okay. Yeah. Are you uh, are you hard on yourself in your roles? Like, do you do you ever have like, yo, this because I'm just thinking about mm-hmm. myself as mm-hmm. that overthinker, yeah. right? Yeah. Everybody's like, yo, you are amazing, mm-hmm. and you're like, yeah, 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 yeah really, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, um, and that's okay because I I've, I've even heard. Like top build actors mm-hmm. who are more uh, recognizable. Mm-hmm. I've had certain crew members tell me stories while I'm working on other stuff. Who've told me, yeah, so and so was on set here, and they did their scene, and after they were done, they, they turned around and they were like, "Was that good?" <laughs> I was like, "Really? The, yeah." That, I'm like, "Damn!" Right. So it mm-hmm. doesn't go away, right? Mm-hmm. It just becomes something that you have to work through. Like mm-hmm. um, being mm-hmm. nervous doesn't go away. Right. It, does, it never goes away. You're always gonna feel it. But okay. what happens is the more experienced you are. Right, it becomes something that you accept, mm-hmm. right, and you're able to move around because now that you're more comfortable in that space, mm-hmm. it allows you the freedom to really kind of get deep into the character and and perform okay as you as as well as you would like to or as well as you have prepared, right? You know, right. so are there any? And this is just thinking about my own personal experience because mm. I I don't know if I told you this. I have a minor in theater mm, actually, yeah. mm. and um, I remember somebody in my my theater class. Mind you, there weren't a lot of black people, right? <laughs> but there was um, a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Intent. Like, they tried to mm-hmm. put on at least one black yeah, cast play. Trying to be diverse. You know, trying yeah. to be diverse. Mm-hmm. And there was one play mm-hmm. that, um, I think it was called Flow. Okay. I can't remember. Okay. And I remember they were like, yo, this role is for you, Red. They were like, they were like hyping me up. Mm-hmm. This role is for you. Mm-hmm. This you should do, yo. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my gosh, and I didn't do the audition. Damn, why, man? I don't have a good reason to be honest. <laughs> I was just mad nervous, or I think I don't know if I was going to be there. I remember doing my first audition because you're required to yeah, audition you have to. Mm-hmm. when you're in the theater program. Where, where was this, by the way? Was this is Wayne State in Detroit. Oh, in Detroit. Okay, I thought it was here. No, okay. it was in Detroit. Okay, cool. This is just for a play in the school. Okay. Um, this is this is this is 
University, right? University, uh, yeah, okay. university, yeah. And so, um, this is like ten years ago now. Oh, okay, maybe longer than that actually. Okay. Um, and there was a couple of black girls that were like mm-hmm. twin sisters or something, and they were like, "Yo, this role is for you. Mm-hmm. You need to audition." Da 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 da. This that and the other. Mm. I didn't audition. Ah, damn. And they were obviously disappointed. Yeah. In me. And because I guess I don't know if they had a lot of black males to do whatever, mm-hmm. um, to do the role, mm-hmm. to audition for it. They actually had to go to another school to get somebody to play the role. Oh, and man. then after the everything's done and they were like, yo, you would have done that with more energy than yeah. that guy. And like, so my question to you, have you ever had a uh, role that maybe somebody was like, I think you would be really good for this. And you, for some, whatever reason you didn't do the audition or. I, I try my hardest to do a lot of the auditions that come my way. Okay. Whether I'm in it or not. Um, it, it depends. If I'm not feeling it, mm-hmm. then, and, and I'll try. I'll try really hard to kind of get into that space. And a lot of the times I'd be like, I'll, I'll text my agent or I'll email her and let her know. I'm like, yo, it's not, I'm not going to present myself mm-hmm. in a way that it's not conducive to, to who I am or right. doesn't, it's not. I'm not gonna give a good performance. Or right. if I want to do it and I require more time, I'll ask for more time. Mm-hmm. But do they do that? Yeah, do they allow you for one time. I mean, you can't do it every yeah. single time. Every time. Yeah, because they probably got their schedules yeah, and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, because they, they have to go through their own thing as well. Right. They gotta, you know. But yeah, that does happen. It, you know, you don't want to do that too much, but it does happen to give you some grace. Um, right. But back to your question, I don't think I have said. I have said no. You have turned. I have. Down. I have turned down things. I've turned down things because I, I didn't connect. Mm-hmm. I've turned down things because I wasn't passionate about it, which mm-hmm. is the same thing as connecting. Mm-hmm. Or I've turned down things because I was actually working on something else. Oh, so schedule just schedule. I'm like, oh man, I want to do this, but yeah. I'm already working on set. There's something yeah. else I can't. Yeah. And I, and I've tried to make schedules work. Right. And sometimes right. some productions just they're like, eh, you know what? We're on our own schedule. We can't mm-hmm. really do anything. So. When you when you want to get hired for if you have a scheduling thing is that mm-hmm. your agent take care of that? Yeah, my agent does all that. Okay. Like, okay. They ask me like what dates I have or whatnot, but for the most part, my agent does take care. Okay. Take care of that. Okay. Now, what's one of the biggest challenges you face as an actor? <laughs> Outside of like having to turn down stuff yeah, or like yeah. schedules and stuff or being your own person. Mm. I think it's very important that we real we like you know being and being comfortable as myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember I had an audition. This is when Casting Workbook used to be at no, it's not Casting Workbook. My gosh, Casting Central used to be at Davenport. Mm-hmm. And I went. It was a three scene. Did my first two scenes. And the last scene, I just it just was not hitting mm-hmm. to the point where the reader was like, "Yo, if you don't do this scene properly, like." Let's give the scene what it requires. This is the sender. This is the home. This is like this is the one. This is the anchor. Mm-hmm. You have to at least present yourself. And this is just like the table read or just the no no uh, audition. Oh, just the yeah. audition. So okay, so okay, back okay. then okay. what they'll do is um a lot of production companies they will hire the casting mm-hmm. uh, uh, um um agencies okay and they'll book a studio where actors can come in and okay. they'll just do their scenes and then they'll send it off to them okay right so initially speaking it is a self tape right but you're doing it at the studio. Right, so it was me and a reader. The, the director wasn't there. No one, uh, producers, no one was there. It's me and a reader, and she was like, "Hey, I know you're struggling with the scene, but like, just let you know, this will be the one that they really want you to like drive mm-hmm. home. Didn't do it. So now, I'm walking 
on Bloor Street, aimless, just like, what was me? I'm so sad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This and that. And I was just kind of just in my thoughts. And I'm like, okay, what is the problem here? I'm like, well, I don't want to feel this way again. Right. Number one. Okay, so now we've been able to observe and identify the problem. We don't mm-hmm. want to feel this way. How do I rectify it? How do I make sure that moving forward, um, I feel good about what I present, how, how I present myself? And I right. said, I need to be happy with my auditions. Mm, right? Okay. I need to make sure that I'm pulling and bringing me, not like some other caricature of what I've seen or whatever. Mm-hmm. I am putting myself mm-hmm. inside this. Okay. I am laughing the way I want to laugh, being angry, sad, whatever the case may be. Right. As long as I feel good, that's it. Okay. Regardless of me getting picked or a cast, whatever, right, right. I can walk away from that knowing that, oh, you gave I, did, I gave my all. Okay. And I think that's a lot, a, a lot of the things because, like, as actors, let's be honest, we all want to get picked. Right. We right. all want to get picked. Right. Everybody, we're not just doing it not to get picked. Right. Then, 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 what, then what are you doing? That's true. Right? I just auditioned for fun. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just out here just, no, no, we want to get the role, man. But with that being said, trying to get the role, it's like you have to understand that you not getting the role has nothing to do with you. Right. There's right. so many other things. So Literally, many things. it can come down to you're too beautiful. And <laughs> wow. the, the main cast, like, it happens. Height, yeah. beauty, Height. Yeah. so many other things. Yeah. or And sometimes just acting ability, right. right? But a lot of the times, it's like, oh, this person's great, but, like, how are they going to mesh with the cast? Right. Right? So one of the biggest things to do as actors is understanding that once I'm done to audition, mm. I need to let it go. I cannot... Yeah leech onto the feeling oh my god like yo was it good was it great yeah. like, nah yeah. and I've, I've 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 gotten to a space of mastering this thing where within 15 minutes i allow myself to do that mm-hmm. and then it, it goes away like i forget about auditions that I've, I've done yeah like i've forgotten about like certain castings that i've been cast like certain projects i've been cast for i'll be like oh what when was this mm-hmm. i have to go back and watch my tape and be like oh this is the thing that i was auditioning mm-hmm. for oh, okay all right cool Right? Do you it's, ever just send in audition tapes as opposed to like going to an actual place to uh, do the audition? You see, like this would be a good question pre-pandemic, but now ah okay, it's like all you can do is just send in self tapes. Okay, I see. Um, there's been moments where like if you if I haven't been able to audition in in person, I've tried to send in a tape, but mm-hmm. a lot of times they'd want to see you, so you gotta make it work. I see, I yeah. see, I see. Yeah, but it's possible. It's possible. Okay. But I will say this, though. Certain people of certain recognition have certain leeway. Yeah, yeah. Know? I have some leeway. I don't have all the leeway yet. Yeah, so, I see, I see. Yeah. I actually auditioned um, for a... I actually was in a commercial, excuse me. Oh, really? Which yeah. one? Um, it was... I actually don't want people to ever watch Okay, then, then, then we won't <laughs> we leave it alone. Was it um, recently? It was recent. Okay. Okay. And um were I, you like were you the lead guy or I wasn't the lead guy. Okay. I think I was just an extra Okay. Amen. Um, like an extra um, like person. Like I think total there were like six cast members or something. Was it about a family? I don't think so. Taking a picture? No, I don't think okay. so. It was something about a sound booth or something. Okay, like that. that wasn't the one. Um no. so I uh <laughs> I I had to send in an audition tape. Mm-hmm. And I was just like it was one of those moments where I was like I don't like to do things like that, you know, yeah. because yeah. it takes me out of my comfort zone. And it's one way. 
It's right? one way. That's it. It's one way. Like you can't get no correction, no direction, and, nothing. That's it. Um, I was like, all right. I was like, it came, and somebody I knew was like, okay, we need the audition tape by like Sunday. Mm-hmm. Like my casting director, I think was the casting mm-hmm. director, needed the tape by mm-hmm. Sunday. I was like, all right. They sent me some lines. Mm-hmm. I just read the lines, did a few takes, and I was just like, and I just kind of did it like all in one take, like give a small pause mm-hmm. in between each line, mm-hmm. and um. Same thing. I kind of sent it in. Like, mm-hmm. forget it. Whatever. You have to forget it. Peace of mind. You know, it's very important. Day before the shoot, oh. I got an email. Hey, you're here's the here's the uh, call sheet. Da 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 da. We need you. The call time is like seven fifteen. Here's a lesson though. That was an hour late Ooh. for the shoot. It happens. It and happens. I kicked myself because yeah. I'm a very punctual person. Yeah. yeah. And um. Which has that ever happened to you? Oh you? man, I've I've unfortunately have been late. Yeah. To things, but I think for them, what they want is communication. Right. Let them know, hey, my ETA is this. And that's it. So I was knocked out sleep. Mm. The call time was seven fifteen a.m. Mm. So I set my alarm. I don't know what happened. It didn't go off. Didn't go off. Or I I heard it. Or you ever have those moments when your alarm goes off, but you so deep in sleep that like you hit it. It's just like you forgot whatever. you hit it. And then I'm getting like all of these phone calls from the guy that helped me get the mm-hmm. role. And I'm like, why is he calling me? Mm-hmm. He's like, never calls mm-hmm. me. And I look at the time. I'm like, oh, sh-. I hop out of bed, <laughs> get call an Uber. I'm not even dressed yet. I've called the Uber. <laughs> <laughs> get in, get, throw my stuff on. Yeah. Get to the place. Yeah. Um, but luckily, the staff and everybody was very cool. Was yeah, they understand. They, they understand. They were kind of. I think it was at that point. It was kind of like we can't get nobody else. Now. Yeah, it's like the day yeah. of the shoot. Well, and the thing about that too is the fact that they emailed you the day before. That means somebody probably fell out, or they, you know, it happens. That could know? have been the case yeah. too, or whatnot. But I was, I was surprised because because they should give you some more time. Well, I think that I, they have was to it give two you days. Be- I think it was two days before actually. Yeah. I think I sent the Monday in. But then I got feedback and they were like, they loved your audition tape. Oh, okay. And I was like, they loved they it did. so much. They, they, should, they should let you know what happened. I was like, for real. They were like, oh, I love him. He's great. And I was like, get out of here. <laughs> All right. Maybe I should be continue to do this acting thing. Mm. <laughs> so how do you prepare for a role? The most important thing to do is memorize your lines. Mm-hmm. How much time do you spend? It, like, it, I used to spend a lot of time before. Now I don't have to spend that much time now. Mm-hmm. Um, it also depends on the weight of the uh, uh, audition. There's some scripts I can like read over and like, okay, like I got, I mm-hmm. understand this. This is pretty straight. This character's pretty straightforward. Now it's just like, how am I gonna make them real, right? Because right. We're, like, I'm about playing real people, right. right? Right. Sometimes you do get like you get the Hallmarky movies or you get like the mm-hmm. cheesy stuff, mm-hmm. you know. No uh, Christmas movies for you? Oh, I've done a, I've <laughs> done a plethora, plethora of them. I've done a plethora of, of Christmas movies, you know? And those are fine, like those, but those movies are supposed to be fun. They're supposed right, to, like, right. let you not think about the woes and hardships of life. You just right. pop it in as a girl. It's usually a girl or a guy who guy was in love comes back to their old town yeah, and they find yeah, yeah, yeah. their host high school sweetheart. <laughs> And they're trying to start a business, and then their dad or mom, you know, something like that, and yeah. then and then movie they fall in love. So um, preparation uh, uh, is is automatically. I read 
my uh, my sides so mm-hmm. I can understand. And then while I'm so in my time before I choose to shoot or mm-hmm. the, the the self or go to the audition, I'm like thinking about circumstances of like who is this character, like what are mm-hmm. they, all those things, and why and, are they and making the decisions they make exactly. Like that? And okay. that is when my overthinking kicks in mm. positively. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Because now I'm trying to get the nuances. I'm trying right. to just not, I, I don't want to be surface. I want to really be as deep as I possibly can right. with this character. So, memorizing my lines, um, number one, and then also understanding the the, the circumstances right. that the character's in, who the character is, right? Given the information that they've provided me, the, the breakdown, the synopsis of the, of the, of the project mm-hmm. with a TV show, movie, the breakdown of the character, all that kind of stuff. Okay, that was gonna ask if they give you a breakdown of the yeah. character for yeah. some background. And st- yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. They okay. give you background, and then you kind of fall into that and what kind of person, uh, character that is, and whatnot. And and really, it's like people think like, oh, you're like acting. If you're acting, you're not doing the thing. It's called mm. acting, right? But what it really is is you are pulling experiences right. from yourself. Right. That's the only way it's gonna be real. And I realized that when I was watching Leo. Like Leonardo DiCaprio and I are born on the on, on the same day. Oh snap! So we're both Scorpios. Legends. <laughs> <laughs> so I watch a lot of his work. Right. And of course, I watch a lot of Denzel's work. Mm-hmm. Denzel Washington. And I was like, I was, I was, I was finding certain similarities between the anger, the happiness, and I'm like, oh, these guys like, whenever they're doing certain things, it's the same all the time. Mm. And I was like, the consistency in their emotions is there because they're showing how they would emote in real life, mm. but they're bringing, they're, they're, they're lending it to the character. Right. 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 It's, it's real. It's visceral. Have you seen Macbeth? The mo- I have not seen Macbeth yet. Denzel's recent. No. Um, I haven't seen it yet because I have seen Macbeth a lot of times. I, I and I've read understand. <laughs> I, you know, I'm yeah. not a big Shakespeare fan, to be yeah. honest with you. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're, you know, allowed to want to work in film and not like Shakespeare. It's like, it's like, you know, it's so funny nowadays. I think in this new generation, I, I do see a lot of actors who are not familiar with Shakespeare, but it is mm. important. He is like one of the most, if not the most important person in yeah. our world of thespianism. Um, along with, of course, the, the Greeks. Right. Well, um, when I was in mm-hmm. theater school, you find that there are actually a lot of, mm. Actors in theater school that don't like Shakespeare. Yeah, so I was like, a lot of people cool. don't, don't. I thought it was just me. I thought it was the only. The I don't. One I, I don't. I don't speak on it because it's almost blasphemous to speak on it. So <laughs> I just. Oh yeah, it's cool. And that's, <laughs> yeah, I just leave it. I, I don't want nobody. I'm like, no, no. I just. I just. It, um, I'm very happy mm-hmm. that this 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 per, this man also being an actor, also being a director, a writer, has been able to put what we do and have it be recognized and respected worldwide. Right. Right. Oh, everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Um, and it's very interesting how much respect yeah. that has garnered him, right. his work, and the people who have had the opportunity to portray the characters That's from true. his work. That's true. So Macbeth I loved. There yeah. was a lot of black people in Macbeth. Yeah. This, this one. I this thought it was one. this one. Yeah. I thought it was just Denzel. Mm-mm. Nah, they were Mm-mm. like, we putting a whole lot. Yeah, yeah. Putting a they whole put, lot in there. Put, yeah. What's the first role you're casting? This is a two-part question. Mm-hmm. I have them separate on the sheet, but mm-hmm. I, I can put them together. Mm-hmm. What was the first role you were casting, mm-hmm. and what did it feel like to get cast in that first project? 
Well, like I said, the first thing I ever got cast in was playing one of the Montagues in After Oh, Juliet. right, right, right. And then um, after, and then, of course, uh, The Village of Idiots. But the first thing that was really important to me that I got cast in is I played um, one of the Red Tails pilots in a, in a, docu- in a docudrama um, called Air Aces. Oh. So I'm not sure if you guys noticed, but back in World War II, um, Tuskegee Airmen, yeah, Tuskegee Airmen, mm-hmm. yeah. So, okay. um, all the black pilots were stationed in in, in Italy in the mm. Ramatelli, and their job was to escort the bombers while they were dropping bombs right, in certain right. areas. So I played the character of Roscoe Brown, and I went through five auditions. Wow, that's the most I've ever had to go through to get. The and part. this was the first thing you were like, what, first yeah, like, yeah. Like I came back after this, and I was like, talking to my agent, I'm like, yo, listen, I want this, I want New York, <laughs> I want LA. Yo, listen, are we going to do this? We going? She's like, what the? Yo, relax, relax. No, 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 no. I want it all. Like this is what we're doing right now. That's how we're working right now. No, because but 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 the reason being is because like this role took me to Niagara Falls. Mm. It took me to Hamilton. It took mm. me to Orlando. Wow. Okay. Right? So I was working like a large majority of my of my summer back in 20, 2012. Mm-hmm. Yeah, twelve. Twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. Yeah. Doing this. And it was one of my most memorable roles i met a lot of good people as, mm-hmm. as actually why I, I met a good friend of mine um ryan drumming ryan rosary mm-hmm. um you can check him out on mayor of um mayor of kingstown i believe which, which i'm okay. also in I, I i did stunts on that on that tv show oh wow yeah okay. i do stunts like okay so the thing <laughs> how, wow. I, how i how i kind of break down my things I, i'm an artist right i right. act i teach perform and choreograph dance right i model and i like, i also do stunts okay so okay. So you got this. Yeah, this is I a can, whole artistry. Can, yeah, going yeah, on over here. I can do okay. a lot. Um, and I, I know that a lot of people will be like, you know, the master of many is the master of none. I don't mm. agree. Yeah, I don't agree. I don't agree with that because I, I, I really do enjoy doing all those things, right. and I do them in a, in a certain capacity, professionally enough that yeah. like I'm able to get work. Like just recently, I just booked something. Um, to to a little project which is an ode to 1960s music and mm-hmm. the emergence of all of that. So, you know, as a person with a fro, you know, right, it worked right. out for me. But, yeah, um, playing Roscoe Brown was incredible because the director was very passionate about what, what we were doing. Mm-hmm. And I was working with some actors that I had seen in, in audition rooms. And even in the auditions, like, we were kind of, like, being chummy. But we didn't know who was going to get what. Right. But it was like, oh, yo, like, who are you auditioning for? I'm auditioning for this guy. Oh, that's dope. It's great. So even some of the guys who end up getting certain roles they wanted to get, we we still saw them on set playing all the supporting mm, roles, okay. right? So that that's probably like the first and memorable, like you know, of course, at Burnaby South Secondary School, um, being a part of After Juliet, and then my first official like as a professional actor, doing that was you know incredible, and and I got to travel. Which is beautiful. Yeah. Had you ever been to any of those places before prior to having to film that? I had been to um, um, Niagara Falls before. Uh, I don't remember if I had been to Hamilton, Ontario to shoot. My first time, however, going to Orlando. First time going to yeah, Orlando. But I didn't get a chance to like, really do much. I was, they were, you know, it was like, we got there, we had a date to ourselves, but they kind of wanted us to stay in the resort. 
Mm-hmm. And then the next day we were filming. They had y'all on a resort? Yeah. Shoot, I want to be an actor. <laughs> <laughs> no, Yo, they had us. So they, <laughs> they had, you know, you know, when you, um, you come down the, uh, the, the the elevators or whatever, and you have um, those chauffeurs with your names on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had one of those. Oh, snap. And then they had, like, the black SUV okay. and everything. So, like, I went, to story time, I went to go grab the the, the handle. Uh-huh. And, and, and the driver was like, excuse me, so what are you doing? I'm like, I'm, I'm going to open my door. He's like, you can't do that. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, I have to open the door for you. I'm like, really? pardon? He's like, no, I have to open the door for you. You can't, you're not allowed. So, they, like, full service, man. Wow. Like, Suitcase luggage in the back, open the door for you, whatever you want. Like we, it was, yeah. it was amazing. So this is always my question though. Do you remember how the food was? The food was great. Food was great. Food was great. Okay. Food was great. But I think the the thing that kind of keeps me in check, because sometimes I can get um what's the word? Um enamored, heavily mm-hmm. enamored mm-hmm. with the experience. Right. Right. So I have to remind myself, I'm like, yo, you're getting all these perks. So that when you go on set, you do your, you job. Do your job. Right. And yeah. I think that's the thing that a lot of actors kind of forget about. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, it's so sick. Or people who don't act think like I'm it's a I'm I'm being pampered. Like, no, like I'm sitting in a chair getting makeup done. I'm I'm asking someone to give me water or whatnot so that I can just do my thing. Like right. I'm not no one is a servant to me, but we're all right. in service. Right. Right? Right. So what would you say are some of the mistakes you made through this journey? And like with that, what are some of the biggest lessons you've learned? That story that I told about me um, understanding that I have to accept myself mm-hmm. and accept who, what I've been to the table mm-hmm. was huge. It, it changed how I acted. It made me more grounded. All right. Mistakes. You're always going to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, is, it, there, is there a like... Um, with mistakes, making mm-hmm. mistakes in your in your craft. Yeah. Is there any mindset of, or does there require a mindset of like, don't harp on it too much? Because I feel yeah. like yeah. we like, do that as people. We as just, people, we do that. I think know. with acting, the mistake that we make is thinking that that job that I didn't get mm-hmm. was my last chance of getting it or being right right whatever is meant for you will come to you right right, right. it's all about chance and opportunity but while, while you're in that middle area between chance and opportunity you have to make sure that you're primed mm. seasoned as, as i would say right right you gotta make sure because when the chance comes and you ain't ready then you're right it's gonna go that's true right that's true. or it can come and you're ready and it's like oh someone else is you know it's just gotta it's, a, it's an ongoing thing and it's not your career relatively isn't defined by one role per se right. it's a journey right it's, it's lifetime work right. right right once you understand that this is like a whole like, like your, your, your career spans people think yo man like i'm not booking right no 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 it, it it'll continue as long as you work mm-hmm. hard at it one when i realized to myself that this is what i want to do mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because I, I, I asked myself, are you okay giving your all to this, knowing that you might not be heralded or recognized as well as you would like to be? Right. I said, yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. And then that, it changed everything. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about that anymore. Mm-hmm. It was about, like, really being able to tell real stories. Okay, so it's not, because I know some people, 
I've heard this before <laughs> where they have to be the biggest movie star and the That would be nice. I like my life, man. <laughs> I like my life a lot. I like my ability to like I like the car I drive, mm-hmm. I like where I live, I like my means of living. Mm-hmm. Like it's great if it if it increases, that would be great. But I would appreciate a gradual increase of visibility and recognition because mm-hmm. then I can control it and be aware of what's coming in and out. Mm-hmm. Um one thing that I will say, and because I'm not good at this, though, take care of your business. Mm. Very important. Take mm-hmm. care of your business. Okay, mm-hmm. Understand how your taxes work as a performer, as an mm. entertainer. Um, if you need to look into your RSPs and anything like that, like really, because those, because I think a lot of artists get enamored and enthralled by the artist right. aspect right. of the job. It's a business. Right. People are trying to make money off yeah. of everything. I think a lot of people get invested into like the perks that yeah. come with yeah. being recognized. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or the celebrity status, so to speak, of of like, you know, oh, you go, you get invited mm-hmm. to this thing, mm-hmm. or like maybe you get a free whatever, bottle, whatever, mm-hmm. right? You know, tote bag, so this like, and that, get, you know. stuff like that. Yeah. And I think the problem is we see that a lot. With people, you know, but it's by design. Yeah, it's the media. They, 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 they feed people that perception, thinking that if you get here, it's gonna be like this. Right, right. Out of all the actors in the world, maybe two five percent, two to five percent are visibly recognizable. Right. right. A lot of them actors, they make a, a, a nice two hundred k a year. Mm-hmm. You, you will know who they are, and they're probably happy with that. They're happy. They're probably happy. Half chilling, chilling. Yeah. Like they don't want no problems, man. Right. And, that, and that's what it is. And for me, like I asked myself, I'm like, you know, I reoccurring, supporting on, on a TV show and a movie is fine. Like my time will come. And if it doesn't, like I have done enough work that somebody can look at my stuff and be like, oh yeah, that, Derek Yajman. I, I I used to work with him. He's great. Like, mm. you know. Well, um, you never know. I think that's why it's also important. Sorry to cut mm-hmm. you off. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, to 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 treat people like people to how you interact because I think there's been times and this is not for me mm-hmm. like acting or anything, but mm-hmm. there's opportunities that have presented, presented themselves mm-hmm. to me just because I met somebody. Yep. I treated them like a yep. human being. Yep. I really like you. Yo, yep. would you like to yep. come? Check this out? A lot of my jobs I've gotten have been people just seeing, seeing my headshot on Facebook and really? being like, Hey man, saw your Facebook, saw your demo reels or, or went into like just mm. Googled you, found you out. Would you mind auditioning for this? Or even better yet, hey, I think you'd be great for this. Mm. So I just want to give mm. it to you. That's beautiful. You know? Another thing, not a mistake. I haven't made this mistake because I, I, I try to, I'm very cordial, mm-hmm. right? I don't necessarily always like every single person that I work with, mm. but I treat them with respect. 100%. That's it. Because as big as Toronto can be, our industry is relatively small. Mm. You will see mm-hmm. the same people over and over again, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you need to be respectful. Yeah, hundred percent. Right? It, it doesn't matter. Like, you, and the thing about that is, guess what? You don't have to like every single person you work with. You mm-hmm. oh man, like you know, no, you don't have to like them, right? Mm-hmm. But what you have to do is you have to respect, and also hopefully they respect you. Right. If someone's not respecting me, two ways: leave it alone, or mm-hmm. I can ask them, like, hey, like you know. It, it depends on the capacity in which we're working together. Right. 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 So, like, I had a director that I, I, I felt, I'm like, am I, am I doing something wrong or mm-hmm. something matters? So, 
after our first day, I, I was like, hey, I just want to make sure like we are good. Like, right. said, no, no. Honestly, I have a lot of things happening at home. Family mm. stuff. So like I'm like when I'm when you see me like screw face with scrunch face, I'm thinking about some next level stuff. Right. I'm not even thinking about this. Like my my mind is here, but right. like I have a lot of things I'm juggling. Right. And the more you know, the more I found out. I was like, oh okay. Like I can't take it personally sometimes, right? right? Um, and even if it's, it 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 is that like oh I'm not getting along with the director or whatnot. It's, it's happened before mm. where it's like okay, the way that you are describing things and the way that you want me to do it are not. Match them don't make sense. Right. So now I have to take the liberty. This is when it comes in. Why I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna try something here. If if you like it, that's great. If not, we can move on. And sometimes I don't even tell the director. I'm like, all right, we're just gonna do something else. Mm -hmm. And if they like it, it's great. But I think the mistakes really comes from you need to ask yourself, why do you want to do this? Mm, okay. Okay. If you're doing it and Every reason is valid. However, if you're doing it just to be seen, to get the gl the glitz and glam and glamour and all that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. I probably, yeah. you're probably doing it for the wrong. Yeah, reasons. probably. Don't I don't. I don't want to tell anybody that it's not it. But like, you know, yeah, I, I think you you might need to reconsider. Yeah, absolutely. You know, is there um are there particular genres of roles mm -hmm. you prefer to audition for i love the drama drama i love the drama okay give me a nice like give me a nice emotional hearty character mm -hmm. right like depth i like depth okay okay yeah, give me that depth what do you usually what would you say um the majority of your roles would fall under husband husband boyfriend <laughs> really authoritarian whether police officer military mm -hmm. ci like you know that kind of stuff um, I still go off a college role sometimes, mm. you know, um, you know, black don't crack, man. We I like, know black don't crack. So I, still, like, yeah. I still, I still go off. I think, I think what, what, what kind of kills me there is like, I like to keep a beard mm. and those roles, they want you to shave. And I'm just like, no, I don't want to <laughs> shave. So the beard is the only thing for me that keeps like, yeah, it gives the adult look. If I shave my head, I'll probably look 22 or something. You know, I've had even, even with the beard on, I have people telling me like, yo, are you 25? I'm like, no. 25 like, <laughs> you know. but yeah um authoritarian roles i like a good action mm -hmm. uh, uh character and I, i've played them a few times in certain projects mm -hmm. or certain films or tv shows um but yeah like authoritarian family man husband boyfriend mm -hmm. um sometimes i i love to play the bad guy really i like playing bad guys okay I okay like playing bad guys i like i like playing bad guys because um I'm not an angry person. Right. I don't. But when I do play bad guys, I try to channel everything like <laughs> put in there. I'm, I'm not like exploding, but it's like right. real. It's like, I'm really right. getting into direct. It. It's direct. Yeah. yeah, I love that. So, do you have a favorite role you've done so far? I mean, you've done so I, many. Um, shout out to Andrew Moody, mm. uh, director, author, writer, actor. Uh, he wrote a play called Riot. Mm -hmm. The riot is, a, is is centered around six Canadian um, black uh, students or people, young people who live in this house. Okay, and um, it's during the the Rodney King trial. Okay, but the day so the nineties ninety ninety two. Okay, right. So the, the the play starts off with the day in which the verdict is given to the officers, mm -hmm. and as you know, it was not guilty. Right, and it's kind of messed up. 
Right. So that then goes on and it leads to the LA riots. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure you know this, but like in over here in Toronto, we had a Young and Dundas riot. Oh, I didn't know that. the very same thing. Okay. So there were, it was a peaceful protest that went the other way, right? But because people were impassioned and about what, like they're, they're seeing their own brothers and sisters being mistreated. Right. Right? So I got to play the role of Wendell. Okay. Initially, I had auditioned for the role of Henry because Henry is an African man. Okay. So I okay. thought, oh, African guy, African accent, <laughs> I got this. Right? So I, I was asked to audition for Henry and Wendell, and I got the role of Wendell. And uh, Wendell is like this pro-black man from Africville. Mm-hmm. Uh, Africville is a place in Nova Scotia where a lot of the black people were sent to live uh, when, if they came, when they came from the States, um, escaping. Yeah, mostly like Yarmouth or something. Pardon me? Like Yarmouth area. Like Loyalist. The only reason yeah. I know this because I got family from mm, there. Yeah. Or my family are mm-hmm. from there. Exactly. From there. Right? So they, they would put... Th- Canada would advertise this safe haven for, for black people, mm-hmm. but really it wasn't, mm-hmm. right? It was, they had no running water, d- soil was bad, they couldn't grow anything, no electricity, no plumbing, no nothing. Right. I, I'm, I'm actually saying things from my, my character's, uh, <laughs> one of his monologues. So, you know, and that, that character really showed me a lot about myself. Mm-hmm. Right, because now it like I felt so much anger from, you know, the BLM movement in 2020, George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, right. you know, um, I, I I I'm and I and I apologize for, for forgetting her name, Breonna Taylor. Breonna Taylor. Thank you, Breonna mm-hmm. Taylor, um, and countless, countless, countless other uh, injustices that you know names we probably never we never even heard of. Yeah. And it was, I think the universe was telling me, that's me dropping my pen. (laughs) The universe was telling me, it's like, yo, like this is a time for you to kind of like, just like channel that anger you have, but like do it through your artistry. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Stellar cast. I love my, yo, shout out to my Raya family. (laughs) I love you guys. We're still actually, we still, we still uh, keep in touch. That's good. That's good. Do you um, usually keep in touch with a lot of the people or does it like, I mean, sometimes they're like, Sometimes they're, it's just a job, and then you. Yeah, I mean they're eight listers. I can't really oh, do it. Oh, okay. I see. I see. I see. <laughs> right. Like, I see. Yeah. Okay. So you know, um, but that and another another character that I really enjoyed playing, and this is all like theater. Um, I Judas, Judas Iscariot from um, Judas Noir. Now Judas Noir um, is an adapted play from the original play, The Last Days of Judas Iscariot, which was written mm. by Stephen Adley uh, Gurgis or Gurgis. I forget. I apologize if I'm butchering his name, but uh, it was adapted by a good friend of mine, um, Leighton Alexander Williams, mm-hmm. who is a phenomenal Toronto artist. He's a writer, director, mm-hmm. actor, dancer as well. You know, <laughs> and um, he wrote this play, and the first mount of it actually ha- took place at Tarragon Theater. I watched it. And then I went on a month trip to Vancouver. Oh, wow. Yeah. The next year, my friend had tagged me in a casting. I didn't know it was for that play. Mm-hmm. Tagged me in the casting. I sent my credentials. And then they were like, yo, we want. Um, and, I, and and he had asked other actors who were in the play about me. And they were like, yo, Darius Drake, like, he'd be good for this role and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't really sure who I was playing. And I found out I was playing Judas. And, like, this role kicked my ass in the best way possible. Mm. 
right? So it was amazing. So I got to say, like, playing Wendell and playing Judas, incredible. It really pushed me to my limits in different ways. That was good. Um, in regards to film and television, uh, Roscoe Brown mm-hmm. was, 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 because, like, I, to me, I understood how much it meant for an, uh, 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 any war veteran mm-hmm. or anybody who was still alive in that time to see mm-hmm. that. To mm-hmm. see young people portraying the work they did to save and protect, right? You know, right. So, um, yeah. Any uh, favorite actors that okay. are alive? They're alive. Okay. Um, Charlize Theron. Oh, really? Okay. She's phenomenal. Okay. I already mentioned Denzel Washington and right. DiCaprio. Uh, John David Washington. If Fantastic. you don't know, that's Denzel's son. Right. He's, he, he's coming into his own. He's coming to his own. And the thing I, I, I like about him is, like, when I watch him perform, he makes me feel seen. Mm. Like, I feel like there's similarities in terms of our aesthetic and mm-hmm. that. You know, except my dad's not Denzel Washington, so. But I don't <laughs> even think he, he kind of used that. He just kind of, he's been slow. Well, he kind of came out of nowhere, I feel like, yeah. you know. Because his, his first thing that I remember seeing him in was Ballers. Oh, I never saw him in Ballers. The first thing I saw him in. No. Was Black Klansman. Like okay, so yeah. by that time he was already like, right. you know, he's seen. So him, Omari Hardwick. Mm. Omari Hardwick is another person. Uh, I wanna, I wanna hit Viola Davis. Fire. Yeah, yeah. She actually, I saw the trailer for um, First Lady. Oh, is that? Yeah, she's playing Michelle Obama. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, I learned something. And new. just seeing the joy. She yeah. had a lot of fun with that role. You could tell mm-hmm. like she was just in her bag, just kind of doing her thing. It right. was great to see that. She's fantastic. I love her in um, Ma, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Ma Rainey's, yes. I also love Chadwick Boseman in that. Yeah. If and we're going to talk about pe- our people who passed away, mm-hmm. he's another person who made me feel very seen. Yeah. Because it... I actually had a dream. I had a dream about him before he passed. I can't remember, but I had a dream about him in the movie. I, we were either working together, I was watching something, but like mm-hmm. there was some sort of connection there in, in the dream. Mm-hmm. But with him, it hurt. When yeah. he passed away, it I I I I couldn't. It was hard to process it because yeah. I'm like, this guy's doing so good. Yeah, he was he was one that really. It, it hit me. Yeah. It hit me hard, and I couldn't even... I remember talking to one of my boys, and we were like, why? Like, we were just, like, it, it, it made It made no sense. Yeah, we were it just, made no we couldn't sense. believe it. Like, we were heartbroken. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he, um, he definitely is up there. I mean, I can I can, I can name a, a lot of other people as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and even some local people. Layton. Mm. Layton. Layton. I lo- Layton is so inspiring to me. I love to see his work. Um... Uh, Muna Trarore, mm-hmm. she's amazing, incredible. I love seeing her work. Uh, these are all Toronto actors that are amazing. Um, ooh, ooh, uh, uh, Chelsea, Chelsea. I'm forgetting your last name. I'm so sorry, but she's also in um, a lot Juice of amazing Noir. talent in Toronto. Yeah, and also she's actually uh, Chelsea Antonio Ofori. Uh, they're gonna be in a, in a play called Pipeline. Okay, which is gonna be um, is being put up by um, So Pepper and being. Directed by Winnie Magisha. Okay. I, I, believe that's her, I believe that's her name. Again, I apologize for butchering anyone's name, <laughs> but that's, yeah. Okay. And uh, any aspirations to do something outside of acting? Outside of acting. Okay. 
<laughs> I I um I wanna I wanna create an like so I don't know. There's so many things like right. I live in a place called Little Jamaica, and the reason mm -hmm. why I live there is because I want to continuously be surrounded by blackness. Right. Right. Doesn't matter if they're from Ghana, Nigeria, Jamaica, right, right. states, whatever. I just want to be surrounded by that. And recently, um, um, I was taken to this place called Miss Robinson's. Yeah, yeah, I heard of that place. Is it is it fire? Phenomenal. Okay. Dan, you are killing it. Okay. Dan is is the, is the owner and manager of 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 Miss Robinson's. I'm so upset that it's been open for so long, and, I, and and my first time going there was just this this weekend. I've never been, but I literally just heard about it like two weeks ago. You gotta go. Okay, I'm gonna it, check it, it out. It is now. the vibes. Okay, it is drinks, hundred percent. Food, hundred percent. Okay, vibes, hundred percent. Aesthetic, everything, hundred percent. Like Dan is so hands on. He talks to every single patient that comes in and out of that place. Okay, it's incredible. But I think just to answer your question. Um, I think I'm. I think I'm doing it. Like outside of outside of acting, I'm dancing. Outside of that, I I, I model. Outside of that, right. I, I do stunts. Um, so you're already in. You already. I'm already. I'm already in. I I I think I've I've kind of spread myself enough. Right. You know. Uh, you know, and 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 what I'm doing, within respects to you know my my artistry and what I want to do. Okay. Um, there's other things in my head. I try not to speak on certain things too much because then right. I'm people are gonna ask, "Yo, man, I heard you say this. Are you gonna yeah. do it?" It's like, eh. but you I want to do it first. Huh? Yeah, I want to do it first, and then people see it. Okay. But I will say this though: being at Miss Robinson's made me want. Like, we need more of that. Okay, you know, we need more places like that. I definitely need to check this place out. Now. It is incredible. I'm look. I really mean it. Okay, phenomenal. Okay, I'm gonna check it out. This is the final question for you though. Mm -hmm. Would you be? Uh, I butchered it. I butchered my <laughs> own <good>. question. <laughs> as soon as that P came out my mouth, <laughs> that sounds weird to pause on that. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now mentioning P, okay. What the hell does uh, pushing P mean? You know what? I'm the wrong person to <laughs> ask completely. I'm so, listen, I, I know it's a song by. Um, Gunna, Gunna, I believe. Yeah, but, but I think it was a phrase coined by, coined by, by, by Future or something like that. Oh, what was it? Yeah, something like that. But I don't know. Like, And now like a lot of the rappers are using it. Migos, Future, Gunna, all these guys. I saw a thing, a thread that that um, explained it. Okay. And my brain has completely forgotten all of it. <laughs> because I just, I don't follow trends or stuff mm, like that. Mm. There's always a word yeah, or a phrase yeah. that's trending for a Absolutely. bit or whatnot. So like, I am like, Completely uninformed yeah. about anything pop culture related. <laughs> like, I'm just not the guy for it. Like, even on my other podcast, we have a pop culture mm -hmm. segment mm -hmm. related to the topic. Mm. And then um, the other host who comes up with the ideas mm -hmm. for that, she'll ask me, she'll say, can we talk about this? Mm -hmm. Do you know about? And I'll be like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> not a clue. <laughs> not oh, a clue. man. That's hilarious. But uh, the last question. <laughs> Would you prefer to be the first at something or mm. the best at something? I've been first before. Mm -hmm. And at a time in my life, I was the best before. So you've already done both. So you've, you've yeah. got it in a bag. Yeah. It's like, wrapped. Yeah. Like when I was in high school, I was the first ever black homecoming king. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So that was that's that was, interesting. Yeah. And then 
there was a time in my school I was like one of the best dancers in my school. Wow. So, um, and this is like prime, but then like, you're young, you don't, you know, right. but still like that was the feeling. Like that's what, right. and I didn't, it wasn't something that I, like I wanted it. Like it was just known. Right. It was just something that was known. But to answer your question, that's a very good question, man. Thank you. Oh, I did not Google it or anything. Also, it's, it's just like being black, it's, it, it, it hits differently. That does. For it sure. hits differently when you're black. Yeah. Because the first and the best, it's like, oh, man. Well, I find being black, because we've been so excluded from so many things, yeah. that you have a higher opportunity to be the first mm-hmm. to do something. Yeah. There's always a lot of firsts of black people. Yeah, right? absolutely. And usually when we're the first, we're also the best. Yeah, for sure. Right? For sure. Not, and I'm speaking like we, but like, for example, like Serena and, and her sister Venus, like they were the first black tennis players. They're the best. And they're the best. Hands down. Like mm. they got that. Okay. But I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> I guess I have, oh gosh. You know what? I'll be the first because I'm going to allow myself to make the mistakes. Mm. So the person who come and be the best can learn from that. That's a good way. So you're setting it up for the next generation. I'll take the hits. Right. I'll take the blows. I'll I'll do all all of that. That's dope. So that the person who's coming after me, you know, they have they have at least like a pathway. Right. To get started, like it's foundational a little bit. Right. Right. And I'm gonna bring it back to Drake. Like Drake wasn't the first artist out of Toronto to get out of Toronto. Right. But he was the best. Yeah. Is the best. Right. Right? So he's one of the best in the industry. Period. 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 Yeah. Like he's the guy. But I think part of him being the best, like what I like about him Mm -hmm. is the diversity in how his music. Yeah. Is very diverse, not very. He was in one lane. He's like, okay, yeah. I can rap. All right, Afrobeat, boom, grime, boom. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let me go down to uh, uh, Houston, Atlanta, boom. Right. Like he was always very inspirational, very everyone. versatile. Yeah, and versatile. That's the word. I, was I really appreciate that about him. And, and it's funny because I do study a lot of his movements and how he, him and his whole camp and team move, mm-hmm. right? Because like, it's almost as if they're they're doing it with the candor of like scientists, like there is mm. almost like they're in a lab working they're things, experimenting. They're experimenting things. They, they figure things out and then they let it go. They, you right. Know, like, and it's risk. Yeah. But he, at, as he said himself, half, he said half the times I got it right, I guessed. Mm. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing about that. Anything being the first try. person, I'm always like, okay, you have the liberty Mm-hmm. to really do anything you want. I think that's why it's also important to just try. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was telling on a, another uh, podcast I was doing, I was telling people that I've learned that like, you can put it out. We talk about manifestation, mm-hmm. manifestation. Mm-hmm. You can say it as many times as you want. Mm-hmm. It ain't going to happen if you don't put the work. You got to it. like, the, it's, it's putting it out there, but also yeah. Like literally working towards exactly it. like gearing yourself towards that. And I was saying that for me, everything is planning and execution. Mm-hmm. And sometimes executing is more important than planning. Yeah, you know, like Donald Glover. Mm-hmm. I was a fan of Donald Glover when he was part of Derek Comedy. 
funny enough, my name is Derek. But I didn't even know that. Yeah, I'm a yo. Derek comedy was around 07, 08. At that time, I don't think Donald was working for um, Three Rock, but he he then became he then got part of the writing team. Mm-hmm. At the time, he was rapping. Right. Not a good rapper. Mm. <laughs> not like, but he kept on working kept at it. Doing it. And what I learned from him, he's like, "What the? If I do anything, mm-hmm. the worst that could happen." Someone can say yo, that was trash. That's it. it. Think of it. That's Still it. Think of it. And look at him. He has one of the best TV shows of all time. Atlanta's He's fantastic. one of the best. One of the best rappers. He's one yeah. of the best rappers. He's not like a mediocre. He's very creative. Good. Very yeah. creative. He's a phenomenal actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's an amazing writer. He does comedy. Like the man, like he does it's everything. crazy. If he were to get an award, like he honestly, I believe, should be the the, the next person to have an EGOT, an EGOT. Is a person who has a Grammy, an Emmy, an Oscar, and a yeah, Tony Award. Yeah, all of those, mm-hmm. and I, I feel like he can do it. If he would be great in theater, yeah, it's right, a choice. Like, cause yeah. now, like Atlanta's done, I guess. You know, he's saying it's done. I don't right. know. People say things. Like, years, there's right? two seasons still to be released, though, right? I don't know. I thought it was three and four. Like three and four. Yeah. Okay. I haven't started watching it yet. I haven't watched any of it. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I haven't watched any of it. You got okay. Have you seen Insecure though? Yes, I've watched okay, all of it. Okay, so Insecure got to. I mean, got to watch yeah. Atlanta. Got to watch because like there's just so many. This is an amazing point that Andrew Moody made at rehearsals. He's like, a lot of the times as black people, it's okay to just be regular. Because mm. we feel mm. like we're black, everything we do has to be extraordinary. Right. Not how much pressure that is, yo. That's true. Just do just, it. Just, just do. Just do. Yeah. Just be. Just be. Like we should be allotted that liberty to just be. That's true. Every single thing that we do doesn't have to be great. Right. It's so much pressure that oh, black excellence, opulence, decadence, like all this, like it's great. And for the black people who are able to achieve that, kudos. Right. All power to you. Right. Right. But let's also make room for the black people who just want to live their life. Yeah. Who just? <laughs> like, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Derek, mm-hmm. thanks for joining me, man. Thank you for having me. Appreciate, man, appreciate you coming it. through. Uh, how can people get in touch, learn about you? You know, um, you can find me on Instagram. My Instagram is the Chase So Far, mm-hmm. the Chase So Far. You can find me on Twitter. Uh, my handle is I am Adjumang, my last name. Uh, Facebook, you can find that, but like I probably won't. Like I'm, I'm about <laughs> to private that. That I'm, I'm about to put it like away. I just deactivated mine. Oh yeah, I'm planning to just delete. Yeah, it. I don't. I don't know. I don't see the point. Like the only thing I use Facebook for nowadays is just birthdays. Yeah, I it's don't. Just, I just delete it. I'm the worst. I yeah. do, I <laughs> do not remember anybody's birthday. This is true. Period. Your so. phone. If if your birthday is not in my phone, then. That's, that's the level. That's yeah. the level. You know what I should do? I should start doing that. I should start going through the, the years of people who are important to me and just kind of put mm-hmm. that in my phone. And then after that, then it's yeah. off of Facebook. That's what I do for my phone. I just put it in the calendar and mm-hmm. then just set it for like a yearly mm-hmm. reminder. Yeah. So like when there's people's birthday come around, I just. I think I'm going to do that because Facebook, I'm just like at this point, like, oh, I can't lie. My uncle's on Facebook, and he's, like, one of my biggest fans. Mm. So it's a way of him knowing, like, what I'm working on, what I'm doing, what I'm booking. And stuff. Right, so I might right. just keep that for him because he's really been a huge supporter of, you know, just me just um, deciding to, to do this. But anyways, yeah, Instagram, The Chase So Far. Twitter, okay. I'm Adjumang. Facebook, Derek Adjumang. Uh, and you can also just Google me. Yeah. You know, D-E-R-I-C-K, last name A-G-Y-E-M-A-N-G. Make sure you guys check him out. He's doing some great work. 
And uh, you can follow us on the podcast here on Instagram and Twitter at Young Pros Talk. That's Y-O-U-N-G-P-R-O-S-T-A-L-K. Please like us on Spotify and Apple Music. Rate us on Apple Music. If you leave a rating on Apple Music, I'll read it. I'll I'll say it. I'll give y'all. I mean, it's got to be a five star. Yeah. But listen to it. Or leave a leave a review. <laughs> <laughs> listen to it, then leave a review. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino was America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.